Welcome back to another episode of In The Mind. It is your host, the Captain, the General, Duke Devon. Oh yeah, Double D. Oh yeah. And I am here with my guest, the one, the only Eric. And as we start off, it's part two of interviewing Eric. And so far in the last episode, started off great and got pretty deep, right? Got a little candid with him. And we're going to continue on this. And hopefully on this part, we're able to conclude this interview. Um... Without further ado, folks, let's get started. So, Eric, how you doing, man? I'm doing well. I'm doing pretty well. Thank you again for having me here. Um, I know in the last episode we got pretty deep in there, but um, looking forward to uh, concluding this thing with you. Uh, no, thank you for, for the time, man. Um, definitely appreciate it. And on the last episode, we talked about, you know, the podcast. We talked about your relationship with your parents and your relationships in general um, you know, it's on the topic about, you know, your, uh, point in your life. And I was hoping that in this episode, we were able to pick up from where we left off and most importantly, um, get into the changes that you're making that you've made so far and that you're going to continue making in your life, especially since we're starting this new year. And, um, so yeah, let's continue with this, man. But before we uh, ask the next question, um, I want you guys to go ahead and go to the Instagram page, for indie mind that's the number four the letter n the letter d the word mind for indie mind follow the instagram page please do that so now with that out of the way eric man on the last episode i asked you um you know during this period we were recording the podcast not per se talking about the podcast but just a period in time right and you said that you hit you're at a point in your life that was just kind of like you felt you were stuck you felt like it wasn't going anywhere. You were just miserable and depressed and so on, man. Just just all the things that will kind of make you not feel feel so good. Um, what can you say have you done to change those those feelings and those thoughts? Uh, good question, man. So, yeah, um, I know that that was something you want to get into in the last episode, but they didn't get to because I got a little heavy in there, as I usually do. Uh, but, no, yeah, uh, man, let's get to it. Um Seeing people, changes with their lives, home, at work, professionally, uh, financially, so forth, right? And as I said, I was on a good mindset, and there were multiple contributions of things that were not helping me. You know, I was in a, I was in a relate, I had a relationship with some people who were not helping me, but instead they were they were helping my depression, they were helping my my being miserable, you know. And uh, me not having any type of guided direction. Um, but I want to talk about, like you said, talk about what made changes. Well, it wasn't until the end of, towards the end of 2020, right? Pandemic, the world's shut down, world's like paralyzed and everybody's just struggling to uh, stay afloat, be positive and stay healthy, right? Fortunately for me, what everybody was complaining at that time was my everyday life and things I was used to. So being quarantined, being introverted, oh, not able to go out. That's me every day. You know, I've been basically, if that's that's quarantining for you, then I've been quarantining the rest of my whole life. Um, <laughs> but no, um, back to it. Like the end of 2020, I started seeing a lot of people having these changes for themselves, having babies, going to new careers, uh, financially making money. Um, you know, traveling, most importantly, having successes in their businesses, 
or in their platforms. And so for me, it was kind of like, I'm happy for them. But inside, it was killing me inside because that's something that I was long that I'm longing for. At least one of those things to go well, and none of it was. And I was looking for ways, dude. I was doing everything. I think I was looking for courses. I was looking for videos, tutorials, uh, having these seminars, and, and going to these like uh, people let me tag along to these meetings. You know, just trying to find where my next uh, purpose in life, or not purpose in life, where the next step in my life should be going right and i was dude i was doing self-help books i was listening to a lot of podcasts with a lot of self-reflection time to kind of help me for a bit but once the time it, it my my it, my mood easily went down you know i was stressed out i was frustrated angry sad depressed anxious um but on the brighter note i was feel like thankfully for some of the things i was looking for in terms of the podcast like i like to give a shout out to michael rosenbaum with the, his inside of you podcast um that actually kind of helped me with my mental a little bit with my emotion it's a little bit something that i actually hoped that my podcast would be because he would have guests on there like tom willing yeah ralph macchio in there um a lot of celebrities on there and they're all talking about their mental state and i felt like i identify with michael rosenbaum more than anything i feel like dude michael rosenbaum's like me like, I can relate to that guy, you know, and um, having, you know, a tough relationship with their dad and just everything, anxiety and depression and all that, you know. So that kind of helped me mentally deal with my depression, with my depression state. And I don't want to get too deep into that, but I think I kind of gave you an idea of what some of the thoughts I've had. Um, so it's kind of helping me. So it's kind of like a step forward. Right. But the next thing was, all right, what do you do with my life? So I'm seeing all these people having these great turns for the better in their lives. And again, as I'm happy for them, it's killing me inside because I'm happy for them. They have that luck with them. But why can't that be with me? And I've been looking just as hard, if not harder, you know. Uh, so it wasn't until, um, like the, again, the end of 2020, I finally realized, you know what? This is going to be my last year working at this job. And I was working at this banker. Uh, and I'm like, this is my last year doing this. I, mean, I don't want to be doing this for the rest of my life. I really don't. If I go another year, I'll, I'll go crazy. If I, if, I, if I stay here, I'm going to end up leaving. And I'm going to end up either leaving on good terms or on a bad term. And I don't want to leave in bad terms. So I try to get into... I look for an option, for an opportunity. Kind of flirting to one I've... T- I've been trying to in the past and i figured you know what let me try since i'm technically eligible let me try to give it one more shot so i put up my notice and i only worked one day in 2021 at that job and i left and i was gone for two months without a job right but kind of like a summer vacation i gave myself like a summer vacation basically you know because i talked to this uh this recruiter for his new job and they gave me a time frame of when i'd be starting so I gave myself like kind of like two months of a summer vacation time I wanted. I needed to relax, de-stressed and definitely getting myself right mentally and physically. So I started working out. Basically, my routine went from waking up at like nine in the morning and um, study, have lunch, work out, have dinner, study and repeat that. And every now and then go out and run errands and get things done that I need want that I want to get done that I have a chance to get done. Just enjoy a little bit, you know, the fruits and labors. Let me ask you, uh, before you go any further, Eric, 
Let me ask you, how did that feel though? Like waking up that day, one day and just realized oh, I don't have to go to work today. How did that feel? Oh man, that was like the best feeling. I felt so great. I woke up like at nine in the morning and I was just like, oh man, I don't have to go to work today. I felt so free, man. That, 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 that. It's probably like the best feeling in the world I've had in a long time. And, um, I kind of, they kind of kept on going and going. And I would text people forgetting that they were at work or at school and kind of wanted to rub it in their face. Yeah, I'm free, man. I'm doing whatever I want. You know, I can like wake up in the morning, eat breakfast, study, work out, watch some porn, whatever, right? Yeah, I do that. Um, <laughs> so on and so forth, right? And so, like, you know, I was just free, you know? Then, uh, I was on the track, man. I was all on the track, and, like, I was I was feeling good. My stress was going away. Like, the pain in my back has gone away. Like, the two gray hairs that are growing out were fading away. Then the realization came that what was planned no longer became to be. The career that I was hoping to get into was no longer going to be. It kept getting pushed, pushed down, pushed down, pushed down. And eventually I was like, oh, crap. I had saved money, enough money for like maybe a couple of months. But I was like, I would tell people, you know, one month I'm okay. Two months, I'm still okay. But if we're going like three months, then I'm going to start like, okay, I need to start worrying because I'm not making any money. I'm losing money, All right? Long story short, didn't go out that way. I had to go back, ask for my old job, back to my old previous employer. Um, I didn't go back to the same position. Actually, I had to go back down as a teller. And, you know, I had to lie to them. I was going to be like, yeah, I'm here for the long haul. I'm going to be here for, like, for at least a year with you guys. Um, in reality, it was just temporary. Um, in that time frame, work got even more harder because things were not open. And previous employer was just not being easy to work with. Like, they were working down to the bare bones, basically. And... I had to make a decision, you know, and I was like, you know what, let me get back to studying IT. I was studying IT for a while. I was on and I was flirting with IT. I was on and off with IT for like three years at least. And I was like, you know what, let me get back to IT, man, because you know what, that's in demand. It's a good career. A lot of people are making money out of it, and they seem to enjoy it. So I started studying IT. Then a friend of mine was like, get into IT security, man. You, you know a little bit about that. Why don't you get back into that, man? You know, don't give up on that, you know? And I was like, you know what? He's right. So, man, for like a good month, man, I was studying hardcore. My routine went from going to work, get home like at six, study for like two hours, go to sleep and repeat. And on the weekends, not go out, just study. I crammed study. Uh, I took an exam. I failed it. I failed it by seven points. Um, the, uh, the instructor was like, the guy who like allows you into the testing room. He gave me my results and he was like, how long have you been studying this? And he was like, uh, I've been on and off, but to like actually study up about like a month. And he was like, are we going to school or anything or courses? Like, nah, just self-taught. And he was like, huh. He was impressed. He's like, impressive, man. You only miss it by seven points and just self-taught. And if, and I didn't really fully study the material because the exam was like multiple questions and then there were simulation questions. And I just studied for the uh, multiple choice. I never studied for the simulations. So he kind of gave me the gist of what areas I need to work on, where I need to study on, and gave me good tips. And then I started cramming again for like another, like another month, basically. And then I had to lie to my job. 
And then I had a, actually, no, I'm sick. They actually had a fight with my job in order for them to give me a day off to go take their exam again. And it was hard. They weren't giving that to me. So, like, we can give you a couple of hours. And I was like, how long is the exam? I'm like, it's like about two hours. So I'll probably be back for like after lunch or something. I can remember that day, like, they had me come in, open the morning stuff, open the branch, and as soon as 9 o'clock hit, I had to hit the road to go take my exam. Took my exam. It was nerve-wracking because it wasn't the exact same exam, but I did what I needed to do. I took the exam. Wasn't feeling confident as I was the first time, I'll be honest. And um, I can remember when I completed the exam, I reviewed the, the, the questions, made some er- adjustments to areas I felt like, uh, this could be right, this could be wrong. Remember, I clicked next on the page because it says, all right, take the time to review before hitting next. Reviewed, I hit next. It says, all right, like, giving you a chance to review again, hit next. Next, I hit next. It says, all right, once you hit next, it's it. There's no going back. So I hit next. I, I hit next looking down. Did not even look at the monitor because I was just afraid. Because to take this uh, exam for the certification, which was IT security, you can only take it three times. After that, you have to wait like a year, I believe. Um, and so it was my second attempt. And um, and I really wanted to score it, we passed it a second time because just time-wise, time, I, I, it was hard for me to get time. And um, anyways, when I hit the final next and I look up, the first thing I saw was words in red that said, congratulations. I was like, what? I was like, yeah. I was like celebrating so loudly, but yet not a single noise came out of my mouth because... I had to be silent, even though I was the only one in the room, but I was just like silent. So I was like silently cheering, and I'm, my ar- arms in the air. I can imagine like the guy who was looking at me through the camera be like, yo, this guy, what the hell? But yeah, I passed it, passed it by almost 100 points. Um, but regardless, I was passed, certified, IT security, and I immediately did not go to work. And I took my suite, I took like another hour and a half. I went, had some lunch, went home. Watch some TV to like de-stress. Then I went to go work, <laughs> just to, like knock out the last three hours of the day. But I was excited and happy, and that meant a lot to me because at that point, um, I felt like I not accomplished. I needed to accomplish something, and the last thing I felt truly proud of accomplishing was high school. Not when I got my associate's degree in college, but high school, because that was a big deal. Because I was the first in my family to graduate high school, and so I was like, I had a longing to feel accomplished. So cert. Getting certified was definitely one. Man, that sounds amazing, man. I know that you were, felt like on top of the world with that one. Like, the doors of opportunities, you probably felt like they opened for you, huh? I did. You know, I actually felt like, you know, that these opened so many doors. And I got my uh, digital badge, my di- digital certification. And I actually got the hard certificate, you know, hard copy certificate a couple weeks. And I thought the doors were going to open for me with that, man. For some reason, I thought that it was going to go to some database. It's going to be like, all right, here's this information. You're going to send it out, and people are going to start reaching out to you. Fortunately, that wasn't the case. I still had to do my part and look for jobs. And at that point, going back to my old job, I was just even more frustrated and stressful and angry because, you know, that import, that former employer was just not making things easier for me at all. At all. Like, not, not, not for me, just for everyone. They were, they were just getting worse and worse and worse. And slowly, I actually started going back to my old mood, to the same stress, frustration, anger, and depression and anxiety that I had like a year prior. You know, all that was starting to come back. And so I was like, you know, I, I need to get out of here. I, I need to get out of here. So I get into my head. Look, I started like blitzkrieging applications, applying anything that's IT. 
not IT security related, just IT in general, just to get my foot in the door. Because that's one thing, if you ever, word of advice to you folks, if you ever, if you're working on getting into the IT world, aside from getting the education and getting certification or graduating from a university that shows like a bachelor's degree in technology or computer science or whatever, one thing is get your foot in the door. Help desk, support desk, hardware, whatever. Just get your foot in the door in the world of IT. And from what I'm being told from a lot of people, that's all you need. Just get your foot in the door and from there it should be, you know, whatever else comes, you know. You got to put work for it, but once you get your foot in there, it's, it's gravy. And so that was my goal. All right. So is that where things started to turn around for you? It was. Um... But one thing, I, I want to say this, though. What really started helping me at that point um, was, like, I started realizing things, right? This was in the summer. This was, like, May. So I still have the rest of the 2021 to go through. But what really started helping me through with all this, though, was I came to the realization is this is my life. And whatever I do are my choices. I can control my destiny. I control my decisions. I got to make them for me. Not for anybody else. And that got, became very key for me. Whatever I got to do is for the best of me. I can't... Ex- it's not fair to me to give all this time, all this energy, all these stresses, all these frustrations for somebody else. And they're not... And it, but it's not for me. It's not. I need to do that for me. So, I did that. And it came to a point where I felt like, man, I got certified. I felt on top of the world, the opportunities. I'm blitzkrieging applications. And then the next thing was, you know what? I deserve, I deserve this. So my next thing was, um, I'm going to go on vacation. So I figured, let me go visit my cousin out in California. Go there for a couple of days. I, I think I earned this, you know, because I have done, I've gone through so much. Not, not, not just 2021, but 2020, but many years prior, you know. And it's funny because I was already making my goodbyes with the people when I was trying to leave for my first, uh, when I when I left my my first stint in 2021. Um, but this one I was like, I'm going on vacation, and I'm quitting for the second time, whether I have a job or not. I need this because as far as I know, the way how things is going at work right now, it was a struggle just to get a couple of hours to go take an exam. How is it going to be if I start getting an interview and I can't make those promises? Um. Especially because so much time is being asked of me. Uh, I need to do the right thing for myself. It's going, I'm going to struggle, but you know what? I've struggled before, and I can struggle again just a little bit longer. But I know whatever happens next is going to be for the better. So I gave my notice at my job like for the second time. And um, there was even, even that was hard because they were extending my notice. Basically, it's like I'm leaving the end of May. Well, can you give us another week? Sure. Another week? Sure. It was like, it came to a point where I was leaving right before, like the day after Ju- the 4th of July. And long story short, I ended up leaving a week after the 4th of July weekend. So I stuck work for like another month, month and a half. In that time, um, I had two jobs reach out to me. Um, pr- I'm sorry, prior to that, my decision was made. I had no jobs at all at that point lined up, nothing. But my vacation was set to go to California. I talked to my cousin and he's like, yeah, cuz, come over, man. You know, I got you. And I made this talk with my mom. I was like, look, um, so far nothing's going, right? What I'm thinking is, actually, I take it back. It wasn't even a vacation yet. 
I say vacation, right? But it was a vacation with uncertainty of me coming back. So when I had this conversation, mom was like, look, mom, um, I haven't heard anything back. I'm going to California. Um, if I don't hear anything back by the time I leave for this trip, um, there's a chance I might just stay out there and try my luck out there. Look for interviews out there and apply to jobs out there and try to get interviews while I'm there. And there's, there might be a chance I might not come back. And I had a call, and I had a discussion with my cousin. I said, hey, man, you mind giving me, because he had a spare room. You mind if I get the spare room? If this, yeah, man, you know it, man. We're here, man. If you need anything, you know, we're here. I mean, he, and he wants, and, and, and they wants me to stay. He has a family, and they want me to stay there. They've been asking me to move out there. So it's kind of like, yeah, why not? I want to move out there anyways, and how cool would it be to get a job out there too anyways, right? So there was a point where I'm like, if I do come back, it'd be just to pick up my stuff. Um, but, uh. On my last week at my job, I get two callbacks from two different jobs. One that I don't remember applying to and one that I didn't remember applying to. Like, hey, you know, I want to set up an interview with you. Is that cool? You know, cool, cool. When can we do? How about next week? Because at that point, I was no longer working, so I had all the time in the world. Great. So I had one job interview lined up on a Monday. And it was an in-person. So I go to that one. I had an interview with that job and it was probably one of the best interviews in my life it was like about like an hour and the feeling I got from it felt so good and it kind of felt like it didn't feel like I had the job but it, I kind of got the impression that they were giving me the job in terms of like this is what you're going to be doing but I didn't want to get ahead of myself because I'm like maybe this is what they maybe they're referencing to him like if you were to be working here you would be doing this you would be doing that you know what I mean it's like, maybe that's what they meant by that. So don't take it as if they're giving to you. If anyways, you got another interview, you know, on a Wednesday. That's what I did. I got an interview on a Wednesday and, and um, for another job. And this one was virtual. And I got interviewed by four people and everything sounded great. Um, you know, I went to one of my best friend's house to like, give me, you know, let me use the space for some quiet and get like, you know, better lighting for, you know, virtual interview. And um, everything sounded great, you know. And that was the day I actually went to get my first uh, vaccine shot because I was that Friday I was actually leaving to go to California. And um, after that, uh, you know, I was like, well, it's up in there, you know, it's not a guarantee either, you know, but my plan is still that, you know, if I don't hear anything from either of these jobs, I'm going to stay out there in California and apply for jobs out there. So let me stop you right there, Eric. So it sounds like to me, you, whatever you're, you were taking a gamble, man. It sounded like you were gambling your, you know, a lot in 2021 for yourself. Oh, yeah, man. That's what I did. That's what I told people. I'm, I'm gambling my life. You know, I'm gambling. I'm making a huge gamble and I got to win this one. You know what I mean? I got to make things happen too. It's my life. It's in my control. And if anybody has a problem with that, I don't need to answer. I don't, I don't need to justify it to you because it's for betterment for me. So how does that feel, though? Going like, man, you're leaving on vacation on Friday. You might not even be coming back. You know, you're telling, you know, you're, you know, if you don't hear anything from these two jobs you interviewed for, yeah, like, you're not coming back. How did that feel? Dude, it was anxious, man. I was just like, but then I felt good about it, too, though. I was like, my mind was set, right? I had to be okay with my decisions. I had to be happy with my decisions, and I was. Because at the end of the day, it's not like I'm losing anything i'm just just losing an opportunity for myself 
but I don't try. And if it means I got to get a part-time job of a little bit just to make a couple money, just to make sure my bills are paid and I'll struggle with the rest and so be it, you know. But my focus had to be to get myself time to do what I need to get done. Focus is to get my foot in the door, especially got the certification. That's all I need. And all I needed was one job to give me an opportunity. And to be fair, of those two jobs I interviewed, I wanted one over the other. More. One would be like, yes, that's that's what's going to determine my future. The other one's kind of like, eh, it's just another temporary one. But I'm not going to make it known. And on Thursday, um, actually, no, take it back. On Thursday, I ended up getting my, my vaccine shot, I believe. And it was that day, I checked my email. And from the job that I interviewed on Monday, they say, we like what you hear. We like what we heard about you. Um, we want to offer you a position here. And I read the offer letter. I saw what they were going to pay me, which was, oof. Lord, I jumped up and I was like, thank God. I said, thank God. You know. And I was happy and I was excited. And I signed. I took the offer letter. I accepted it. I said, like, yes. I was like, heck yeah. That's more money I've ever made in my entire life. Now, it's not great money. Don't get me wrong. It's not great money, but more money I've ever made in my life. And I was like, yes. And I was, my mom, my mom was happy. I'm like, things are clicking. They're coming together. And now I'm going on vacation on a good note, you know. Now I'm going on the best note. And um, funny enough, man, like the the next day, you know, I called my friends. Like, hey, man, you might give me a ride to the airport, you know, because I had to go to catch a flight out of Baltimore. And he's like, yeah, man, I got you. He's like, all right, all right. Before you go to that, man, how did it feel, though? Like, how, dude, like I said, it felt amazing. You know, uh, I wasn't sure, you know, because on that job I had on, on interview, my interview was IT related. And I told the guy that, you know, it was, I'm green. You know, it's a career change. But I guess whatever he saw in me, and I'm thankful for whatever he did see in me, he took an opportunity on it. And that's all I wanted was a shot. Just somebody give me a shot. And he gave that to me. So when I saw the offer letter and how much they were going to pay me as green as I am, was shocking. Again, it's, most money, it's more money I've ever made. And so I was like, thank God. And I felt like everything I've been through in the last seven or eight, ten years is coming to fruition. Man. It's well-deserved. And now I can focus on what I need to focus on. Dude, that that's a that's amazing, man. And um, congrats on that, by the way. Thank you, thank you. Um, but yeah, you were saying that you were on the way to the airport. What happened on there? Well, yeah, I was on my way to the airport. And I was talking to my friend all the time, everything, and how relieved and how excited and how happy I was, and just I was like, man, I'm just grateful. And one thing I appreciate about my best friend is actually Seneca. What I mentioned, though, I, you know, I love that guy because he always he's always happy when he sees his good things happens to his friends and, and I think that's a wonderful way to be and I'm happy when things happen wonderfully for him and it's funny I was on my way to the airport as soon as I was getting to the, as soon as we're getting off the exit to get to the airport I get a call from my job or from my soon to be job right I'm like oh man they're calling me but I didn't pick up the phone because I was he's literally just about to drop me off so I was like I need to get off and I'll call him back when I have when I'm a little settled so I'll go to the airport get myself checked in and now I'm just waiting to board so I had like 20 minutes to board. And so I called them. I said, like, hey, you know, uh, I just got your call from you guys. Um, they're like, hey, yeah, you know, we just want to know. Uh, we just sent you uh, a link for your background check. And 
see if you can get that done for us today, you know, so we can move, get the process started. And I was like, oh, man, I'm actually just I'm just about to board a plane right now. Um, and she was like, oh, OK, well, we have access to computer. Something can get done over the weekend. I was like, yeah, 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 definitely. You know, as soon as I land and where I get to, I get to, I'll take, I get that taken care of. Trust me, I'll have it by Monday. She's like, perfect. That's all we need. Thank you so much. And I'm like, thank you. Get on a plane, which by the way, if you want anything you want to know about me, man, I love flying. There's one thing I wish I could have done a lot sooner earlier in my life was applying for a pilot's license. I love to be in the air. I don't know. Just being in an airplane is just, to me, it's just amazing. Um, but uh, we, we don't even talk about this. No, I actually do. But we'll get to that point after your trip. But I do want to talk to you about planes, though, because I think that's interesting. Definitely, definitely. Anyways, get to California. Cousins picked me up. I need to borrow your laptop, bro. Uh, I need to do a background check. And I never done a background check. I don't even know what's needed of me. Man, like, my cousin's wife helped me through that. And, you know, I, um, I, um, did the thing. You know, I did a background check. Next thing you know. Next day, we're off to uh, Universal Studios out in L.A. Enjoyed my vacation. And that was my goal, too, man. It was, like, my third time going out there to California on San Diego, actually. And my first trip, it was my first time. Uh, though it was great, it was good, not great. It was a good experience, but not great. Uh, honestly, it could have been a lot better. My second time, it was kind of, like, off around a last-minute trip. We ended up going to Las Vegas. Can't complain about that because I ended up going to Vegas. It was for my birthday. But it could have been better planned. But that's because my job at the time was like, hey, you better take some time off. Why don't you take some time off for your birthday? I'm like, I don't do anything for my birthday. We'll go somewhere. I ended up going for like seven days, I think. So it was like really quick, like two, like three days in California, in San Diego, and two days in Vegas, and then come back home. So this one was like, this one's a one I earned, I deserved, and planned on. And I told them, look, I'm here on vacation for like 10 days. All right. I didn't come here to stay home. If I was going to stay home, I could have legit stayed back in Virginia for this. We're going to do at least one activity a day. I don't care if that means going to the beach almost every day. We're going to do something. All right. And my cousin's like, I hear you because I got the schedule for it. We're good. We went out. We went to Universal Studios. We went to the casino. We went to the beach. We went to uh, we went sightseeing. We uh, chill. We, you know, we had went to a friend's house. Uh, They're having a get together. It was just fun. I felt good, man. Nothing better than also coming back knowing I have a job. Came back from my vacation. Had like another two weeks off before my official start date. Started work, man. And since then, dude, it's just been great. All right. Let's talk about plane rides before we start going to that one. Um, But before we're on that, folks, let's go ahead and pause it right here for commercial break, I guess. All right. Stay tuned, folks. All right, folks, and we are back from the break. Thank you for staying tuned here with us. Here we have the host, Eric, and he's giving us a candid interview about himself and so far about what's going on with his life. So, Eric, where we left off, you know, things have turned around for you. It looks like they're starting to look up and up. Um, But before we ended it, I also wanted to ask you about airplanes because you said you you love being in an airplane. So I figured that was a fun, something fun to talk about real quickly. So just tell us, what's so... What do you like about flying? Uh, thanks, man. So, yeah, like I said, you know, um, I love flying. Man. I love being on an airplane. Something about just the process from takeoff, uh, being in the air and landing. Um, like I said uh, before the break, um, there's one thing I wish I could have gotten was uh, my license pilot so I can fly. Um, or at least just like to fly a plane. At least maybe for like, ten, you know, maybe like like five seconds, you know, just kind of 
get a feel for it. Um, but yeah, no, it's from a young kid, man. My parents had me, you know, my parents would take me to El Salvador since I was like a baby, basically. But for us, from, from as far as I can remember, man, like, um, you know, being an airplane was probably the coolest thing. It's so fast and it's amazing and you're in the air and I've always enjoyed just looking down on the window and just seeing how the world looks from the air and just reminds me of those like I don't know if you uh remember like in those like in kindergarten you know those those like those um they're like these rugs there's like they're like a map of a, of a town you feel like a toy car you can like play on them it's like a, it just looks so fake it looks like a model it looks so fake basically and so uh just reminds me of that right I don't know man for some reason when you're in the air man you're, you're free you know you're free from everything you're free from the world um you know how everything else on the ground is so trivial you know what i mean nothing matters when you're up in the air man it's just you know maybe it's because of the the, the the idea that you know if anything goes wrong there's nowhere to go but down you know so you re- definitely want to appreciate what's in the air but my fear was never anything about going down my my thing was just the love of being up in the air and so uh yeah that's always been my thing man just being up in the air for it and like i said from takeoff to you know i have this thing where i do a countdown countdown you know and i just love seeing the takeoff and then the landing just the the feeling you get when you're landing it has like like your gut rises i don't know i just love it yeah, i can dig it man i definitely feel you on that man that's probably my favorite things as well um but yeah so uh back back down on the ground um <laughs> You said that you, uh, you know, you got hired and you started a new job. Yeah, man, it's IT related. Um, not going to go too much into specifics, but um, it's my foot in the door into the IT world, and I've been learning a lot, you know. And like as I said before the break, you know, I'm very happy and grateful and very appreciative of my boss because he took a shot with me. You know, he, all I, I said like all I need is an opportunity, and he gave me the opportunity. And here I am learning to this very day. Every day is something different. I'm learning something new. And I'm enjoying it. You know, even for days it was like kind of tough, but we got a lot to do. I'm enjoying it. You know, I'm not going and I'm not stressed. I'm not frustrated. If I am, it's work related, but not to the extent of what it was in my past life. Um, you know, I go home, not tired. Like there's things I can do whether I want to relax or go to the gym or study or whatever. Like the world's open to me, making a little bit more money so I can go out and treat myself a little bit more now. I'm saving now and I'm doing things now to better myself. And so like it's the first step into my new life, basically. I made this thing where it's like new life, new career or new career, new life. Um, and so or it's just more new life, basically. It's my new life. But my old life is now behind. My new life is now what I'm doing now. And not only just career wise, but personally as well, I'm making changes for myself. That's good, man. That's a good thing to have. You know, it's a good way to start seeing things, you know, and you can hear it in your voice right now. Um, how, how, you know, the change has been now explain to me what you said that, you know, you have more time now to go to the gym and study and relax if you want to and spurge. So is that some of the things that you, uh, that you're doing now to better yourself? Oh yeah. Without a doubt. Um, like I said, you know, I got energy now to, to do what I want, you know, or so career wise, the change was for me, it was it. So I'm in the it world now, I got my foot in the door, but I got to keep up on it, you know? And so starting my new job, 
Physically, I started going to the gym again. At least I try to go three times a week. Do cardio, weightlifting, you know. Um, so I feel good when I work out. Definitely let going some stresses. Definitely using my body the way it's supposed to be used, you know, intended to be. You know, I definitely want to lose. I don't want to lose so much functionality. Um, in terms, I'm starting to read books now. Um, I'm reading like I was, I'm in between two books right now. So um, definitely want to get knowledge, you know, get my brain going and get to the habit of reading more books because um, knowledge is power. You know, as cheesy as it sounds, but it's true. Um, emotionally, man, um, I think the reading and the cardio and the working out and just going to work is helping me a lot. You know, uh, what I will say is um, it's making me help. It's helping me think clearer and think longevity and. I think all these go together because now I'm thinking about the future. I'm actually thinking about the future. Not per se an idea to have, but at least to be financially stable in the future and looking ways to be better off, you know. And so that's a huge plus for me because I wasn't even having those ideas and thoughts before. Um, so that that was, you know, it's, it's very good for me. I think it's, it's, it's definitely a huge, huge difference. It's like a 180 for me and I'm loving it. And that's good, man. Now you know that as everything is so peachy right now, you know there's going to be some days it's going to be tough. How are you dealing with that now? And you're wearing you're in this better mind state. Um, right now, uh, kind of that, man. You know, like, if I'm feeling down or depressed or if I get that level of, 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 of depression a little bit, cause it, because it does, have, or even anxiety, because it is part of it, you know. I'm so glad that mental health is being so... It's taken serious now, and I haven't seeked any professional help, and I probably should, but I feel like so far what I'm doing so far right now is keeping me okay, um, and it's helping me so far, especially with the podcasts and the reading and definitely going, exercising has definitely helped me out. Um, but I take it, you know, if like I'm not feeling like doing anything today, I'll, I'll go to work, you know, but after that, uh, I won't go to the gym or I won't read a book, I'll just kind of lay there. And just try to like watch some TV, watch some YouTube, because it's okay to have that. It's okay to have those days. That's one thing I want to get people to understand. It's okay to feel that, you know. What's not okay is when that's all you're feeling. Then you got to seek help. But it's okay to feel down, have those gray days every now and then, because that's normal. You can't be happy all the time, you know. Um, you got to be okay with it's knowing, and knowing that it's okay to have those days is important, you know, because that does bring balance to yourself. You know, so then the next day you're better off. Maybe you'll get more sleep in. That's definitely a plus. Um, or if not, man, I'll try to build that mental toughness sometimes as well. I know I got to go to the gym, even if it's OK. I won't do any in interval training on a cardio machine. I'll just do the bike for like 30 minutes, man. It's even, you know, it's not hardcore, but you know what's better than sitting on my ass. Um, so that's what I'll do, you know, and looking for ways. And then I'm studying, um, I'm reading books again. I'm definitely starting to get back into the IT security because I can't forget that because my goal eventually is to be in some type of IT security world in, in there. Um, so I cannot forget that. I need to be up with that, especially with IT. You know, you know it's always evolving every day. So you got to keep up with it. So you can't forget what you learned. You know, I felt like the time off I had in not studying that was more for my job, learning how to do my job. But majority of the stuff I do, I work proprietary. Um, but what's really going to lead me is what, I, what I'm certified for.
That's good, man. I, I think that that's a very good idea. And I do like the fact that you say that it's okay to have those gray days. It's okay to feel down. It's okay to feel sad. It's okay to feel anxious and, and, and depressed. It's okay to feel that. And I agree with you. There are days that you're, when you feel that, it's okay to have that. It's how you deal with it during those days. It's what's important, you know, and hopefully you're dealing with it in a positive way, in a good way that's actually beneficial, beneficial to you. And I also like the fact that you said that we're supposed to have those days, that it's to accept that it's okay to have those days. Now, if it's the only time now, if it's the only thing or the only way you're feeling, then, yeah, you do want to seek out some help, you know, reach out to somebody. It doesn't even have to be a therapist. You know, it could be like you say, use, you know, a a podcast, you know, use podcast will help you out to do that or somebody to talk to. Yeah, I definitely agree what you're saying there, man. So kudos on you. Now, back to uh, this question, though. How are you with, like, relationships? Has your relationships with people gotten better? Uh, my relationships with my friends are still the same. I'm still single, uh, as I said before. Um, what I will say, though, is now I'm not afraid. Now I'm not feeling too attached to, to people. Like I think I said in the last episode, you know, in terms of like, for example, having a girlfriend or anything like that, yeah, it'd be great. But at the same time, I know myself well enough right now, that's not something I need right now. But I mean, yeah, sure, it'd be great if a girl likes you and a girl to talk to and hang out with. I would like that, you know what I mean? Um, you know, not per se friends with benefits, but like a friend who I can go to. We go, hey, you know, I want to go, I don't know, let's go for a drive. You know, let's go be idiots and sing in a car. And she says, yeah, let's do it. Great. You know what I'm saying? That'd be great to have because, I mean, I think we do need that type of companionship but in terms of a relationship right now um the way how i see it right now in my goal and my focus and my plan it's not in the cards and i don't need any distractions from that and not to say it's a distraction but i don't need anything in general to distract that's keep me away from my goal so i'm not looking for anything serious and in terms of friendships the same thing like i'm not worried about going to basketball games or wrestling events or concerts or whatever and i never not that ever was into that anyways but i'm not gonna plan for that you know, unless I want to, basically. So, like, I'll go to the movies by myself. I'll go do things for myself. And if somebody wants to come along, great. If not, then that's okay, you know. But it's a reward more than, like, I need to go out type of thing. It's more of a reward system for me now. Because my goal is, if I'm not using my time wisely, whether it's studying or working out or reading, then I'm just wasting time. Every now and then, you can have your days to chill. That's also necessary. It's your, you have, it's good to have your days to bum around. That's what I'll do. Sometimes I'll just watch TV all day and eat food. And that's what I need. It's a balance, you know. So just whole key's got to find balance. But in terms of people, though, like, I got to the point I don't expect much from people. And they shouldn't expect much from me either. Um, not, and I don't mean that negatively, just, just in general. You know what I mean? Because we're all working for something ourselves. I am working on being honest with people in terms of, like, what my goals are. And that my time is definitely valuable. And it's not going to be wasted on foolishness. Um, So that's definitely the key right there. But I'm feeling good with it, though. So there's that. I'm glad to hear that, man. Um, Let me ask you a question. And this is not so much a question for you, but what do you think... What is the thing that you want people to get out of this, you know, this interview... Um, well, what do you think the main goal here is for, yeah, what do you think the theme is of this interview? 
That's a good question. Um, what I really want people to get out of this interview is, aside from me just talking about what my life has been, especially what 2021 has been, and my so far what I gave you a glimpse of my life in terms of just relationships and whatnot. Um, it's that, one, um, in terms of mental health or anything like that, it is serious, and I'm glad that there are people who are taking it serious. So there are avenues. Don't ever think that you are alone in this. You are not. There are a lot of people who are going, who are finding the same battles as you are. And even though somebody might sound so good right now about it, there are going to be those days that they're not. Um, and so my thing is, it's okay to have those days. You know, it's what you do during those days. You know, like if you don't want to do anything, that is absolutely fine. And don't let anybody tell you otherwise. And don't let anybody feel like, well, no, depressed. No, we're going to go to do this. And they're like, no, no, no. Like, it's okay to spend the day indoors and not want to doing anything. All right. As long as it's healthy, too, by the way. Like, what I mean is, as long as you're not hurting yourself, you know. Now, if you are hurting yourself, please seek help. Seriously, seek help. Okay. There are better ways to cope with that. Um, if you're feeling like that for a couple of days, it's even fine, too. You know what I mean? But as long as you're looking to do something, like I said, you know, go for a walk. Even that helps you. You know, look for things, you know, I go, I look for exercise, I look for books, I look for podcasts, or even just silly stuff on YouTube. I'll look for that. So that stuff for me is kind of like what will help me in that aspect. You know what I mean? So it's okay to have things. Now, if it's all you're feeling, then yeah, please seek help. And that's out there. Please do. Please reach out. Okay? Don't hurt yourself. Don't ever feel like you're alone. Because you're not. Okay? There's always somebody. Um... Secondly, secondly, what I want them to take away from this is that we all go through the dumps. But if you're looking to better yourself, there's nobody out there who's going to do that for you but yourself. And you got to look for the avenues. And I know it's long. And I know it's exhausting. And I know it's tiring. And I know it's hard. There's times you just want to give up. Trust me, I know. But you got to keep trying. You got to keep trying. Because eventually, there's going to be a payoff. And 2021, for the second half of 2021, it was definitely a payoff. And I'm feeling good about it, you know. And all I can do is keep moving forward with it. Keep trying to progress and do better at it. You know, one of the things I told my uh, niece and my friends is, the theme for last year for me was, or one motto, one quote I, I just made up. In my mind says like the worst thing you can do in your life is not try. It's to not try at all. You know what I mean? That's the worst thing you can do in your life. It's not failing. It's not doing the worst thing you can do in your life is to not try at all. Okay? As long as you try, even if you fail, keep on trying. You know what I mean? What do like a lot of uh, entrepreneurs say? I'll run, I'll open 10 businesses. I'll open up 10 businesses, have nine fail. But as long as I got that one, that's a success. That's all that matters. You know what I mean? So the worst thing you can do in your life is to not try. You got to try. You keep pushing and grab a control of your life. You know, it's hard to do that. It's easy to say, it, but it's, and it's hard to do. though. But once you get a control of something and you do it under your own power use your resources out there there are tools and there's some good people who are going to help you along the way um 
As long as you have those in your arsenal, you're going to be okay. You'll be fine. Trust me. So that's what I want people to take away from this interview. You know, I went through a whole lot. And I'm still going to go through a whole lot. I don't, ha I don't have the answers yet. I've not reached success yet. But I honestly, at this very moment, feel like I'm on the right path of, you know, reaching the success that I'm looking for. And I think I'm going to get there. No, I don't think I am. I'm going to get there. I am going to. And that's the thing, too. People need to get that mindset is that you need to have that statement. You know, I don't mean just phony baloney statements. You got to have statements that actually mean something. And so for me, I'm on the right path to reach a success and I'm going to have. I'm going to get there. Why? Because I'm going to keep on trying. I'm not going to stop trying. And I'm not going to let anybody get in the way of that. I'm not going to let anybody distract me from that. And I'm not and I don't care if they're my friends or family. If they do not agree with me. Guess what? That's okay. You don't have to agree because I'm not doing this for you. I'm doing this for me because I know this is for the betterment of me and for my future. And if I end up being by myself in the future, then at least I'm successful in it by myself. And if I end up having a family in the future, then my family will have that success of what I built on and what my partner has built on, whoever that partner would be. You know what I mean? But the bottom line is I got to think about myself and get myself right first before I can think about anybody else in terms of, you know, my family and what. Now, if I don't, that's fine. At least I thought of myself and did for myself and did all right for myself. You know what I mean? So that's, that's the thing. You know what I mean? Just got to look out for yourself. You know, as long as it's healthy, it's in the, your best interests, you know what I mean? For the right reasons, you know what I mean? And just keep on trying, you know? Nobody makes those choices but your own, but you. And you can, you know. And that's something I feel confident in saying today. And there are going to be moments where it's going to, I'm going to be tested on that. But I got to have believe in myself and have that confidence in myself to stick true to those, to those statements. You know what I mean? So that's honestly what I want to take from that. And so, and definitely time. Time, we got a lot of time. Okay? Time is the most valuable thing in the world. In history, in the universe, time. Because that is the one thing you're never going to get back. It's what you use that time. So I try to utilize my time wisely. Um, for my best, you know. Again, with that studying, working out, st uh, reading books, or uh, getting errands done, or I'm at work, or whatever. I use my time wisely. And having said that, um, you know, with this podcast... Um, you know, it's 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 been fun, you know, for the most part. Um, but yeah, you know, time goes into that. Well, I'm glad you said that, man, because my next question was actually going to be that. And it's probably going to be maybe one of my last couple of questions. But I'm going to start off with this one. Um, talking about the podcast. Um, by the way, I'm glad what you said. Everything I 100% agree with in terms of what you want people to get out of this interview. And... um I think it's important, which I think is why my next my next question is important to ask. And that is, Eric, why? Um, why now? Why now at the beginning of 2022 um, have you decided not to continue within the mine? Why are you ending it now? Why are you no longer going to do the podcast Million dollar question right there, right? Um, yeah, bombshell right there, right? Um, 
pipe bomb. Uh, why now? Why am I going to end the podcast? Why this could be potentially the last episode? Actually, so the reason is this: for the reasons I said before, and I think it goes back in episode one. The one is the podcast isn't hasn't gone the way I'd hoped it to be. It's not up to the level that I hope to be. The community has not grown at all. The numbers are there. Numbers are not as low as it's ever been. And that comes with the lack of a lot of things that has not been input into the podcast. Some majority of it in my control, some have been not. Um, like I said, I think the, and I'm appreciative for all the people who uh, came and did an episode or two on the podcast. But fortunately, it's not something that was kept up. And I couldn't keep up with that. I couldn't schedule things with people. People, again, as I took uh, verbal deals and handshakes, when that's but that's all they were. Just verbal and handshakes. I meant nothing more than that. Couldn't get people to come back. Couldn't get people to join on. Um, the community hasn't definitely grown. Um, I mentioned the pot, uh, the Instagram, as you did in the beginning. Um, but it doesn't grow from then on. Um, the numbers have, are there. They're not. It's not going anywhere. And it's a shame. Because in the beginning, I said, as long as I reach out to one person and one person is listening, it's all that matters. And that's true. But at the same time, though, um, if you've been doing this for a couple of years, like I've been three years now doing the podcast. I can't hope for that one person anymore, fortunately. I hope to be at least 10. You know what I mean? Um, I don't think it's fair for me or for anybody else for me to invest so much time. To create content, to record an episode and put it out there, send it out there, and even to my so-called friends who claim they listen to the podcast, clearly you don't, because you know I see the numbers and you know you're not listening. Um, but no, 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 no grudge or anything. You know, I, um, it's just that it just says to me that the podcast maybe hasn't, maybe hasn't hit anybody. As I thought it would be. Even when I say if it's for that one person. That one person hasn't reached out to me at all. To say hey thank you for your podcast. So it's not fair to me to continue that. Giving us time to do it. And to not be rewarded in a sense of. Hey I liked what you did. Or thank you for your episode. Or just even an acknowledgement. Like I said the numbers have gone down. The numbers don't lie they're there. So I feel like instead of investing this time in recording podcast episodes and trying to get people to come on and having plans fall through that's time and energy that can be spent on myself where I can be reading more books where I can continue to study look at more tutorial videos on what it is that I'm doing or going to the gym or going for walks for my mental health and whatever where it's beneficial to me you know and where it's being rewarded in a sense of the longevity like health wise career-wise and just knowledge-wise that's the reward I'm at least I'm getting from and with these with my energy is better used because it's going to help me in the long run so I figured you know and I've been teasing with the idea of ending the podcast for a while now now more than ever though so yeah uh now I think it's a better time more than any to just can't you know just end in the mind just end it right here um, I said potentially because maybe down the road I may pop out an episode. Maybe. Um, 
I like to leave it open to the idea of, you know, I have the Instagram page. I might, I'm might i going to leave the Instagram page up open. And I've done, like, some live Instagram. I've done Instagram lives for, mostly it's just been wrestling related, but maybe I may go into that area. But if anybody who's listening to the podcast right now or any of my podcasts in the past, I've mentioned the Instagram page for Indie Mind, the number four, the letter N, the letter D, the word mind, for Indie Mind, follow. If this podcast meant anything to you in the last three years, if it's anything that you liked or if it's something you want me to talk about, you can reach out to me there and I can do a episode for you. You know what I mean? I will do that. Or I will do something on Instagram Live. You know what I mean? Or we can just chat, you know, DM straight up. It doesn't have to. But if you want me to say, hey, I, uh, please make an episode, I will do that. You know, basically what I'm trying to say is, I guess I'll I'll leave it up upon request. You know what I mean? But as me doing this now out of my heart, out of my time, out of my sure will, I guess it's, I think it's, it's done for me. I, I'm done with it. Um, and, um, but I'm open it to, I'm open to if it's per request, I guess, you know, because then it means that somebody's going to listen. And that makes me feel like my time and my thoughts and what I'm saying, it's worth something, you know, but if it's not, if it's going to go to deaf ears, if it's just going to go to the airways for nobody to listen, then I'm just not going to do it. You know, I'll use my resources. I'll use my energy on something else that will benefit me the long run see what i'm saying i don't know i completely understand that and i completely agree with you in that sense i i there's nothing worse than talking to deaf ears you know and nobody's listening and um definitely if there's results that are that you can see and they're not there for you so i I can understand and i guess that's the reason why you know tv shows get canceled and you know radios movies don't do well in the box office because you know if it's not piquing an interest in somebody, then it's kind of like no point in continuing, right? But no, it's 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 it's, it's uh, I understand where you're coming from, and you have every reason to to do that. And I think it's not so much that you're ending it because you know you want to, but because you feel like your energy and your time can go towards something else that's in the betterment of you. And I do like the idea that, you know, you'll have the Instagram page open, which is for Indie Mind, the number four, the letter N, the letter D, the word my, for Indie Mind. Um, I think doing the Instagram live every now and then might be a good thing for you. Um, but I like the idea, I mean, you know, you'll, you'll, uh, if somebody does reach out to you and says, hey, please do an episode on this or that, or you're a podcast help, whatever reason, um, per request. I think that's a pretty good way to go because then, yeah, I agree. It means that somebody is going to listen and that is worth putting the time and effort on. Um, But I guess as of right now, what you're saying, it's done. Like after this episode, no more. After this episode, no more, man. And I don't want to end it like that, but I think that's just probably the best. And maybe this interview, you interviewing me is probably the best way to end it. Um, But yeah, that's pretty much, uh, yeah, as of in the mind, this is the last episode. Okay. But I don't want to end it on that note. I want to end it on a lighter note. So, Eric, last question, okay? What would you say, or better yet, I want to ask you 
what do you think of the world right now in terms of the world of professional wrestling? And the reason why I asked that because another podcast became that primary focus. And what do you think that means to you and to your listeners? Why they should care about wrestling? And that's, I think that's a fair question because I think in one of your episodes you mentioned that wrestling is a reflection of the world. If not, you said something to the sense of that. Oh, man. You said a lot right there. Um, <laughs> wrestling to me is a reflection of the world. It's stories. It's a way to get you out of... It's a story, basically. Um... AEW is the best example. If anything, one of the inspirations that I have right now from changing my life comes from AEW. Most importantly, comes from the Young Bucks and Cody Rhodes and Kenny Omega. But mostly from the Young Bucks. I was reading the books, uh, the Young Bucks new book, and so far I relate to those guys more than anything. But what I like about them is because these guys were independent. They're wrestling, New Japan Pro Wrestling and Ring of Honor and the independent scenes a couple of years ago. And then when their contracts were up, the question was, were they going to sign with WWE or go with AEW? But they chose to start their own wrestling promotion. And, Lord and behold, they did that. They started All Elite Wrestling. And now All Elite Wrestling is one of the one of the biggest promotions out there. It's the hottest thing out there today. So many, sto- so many it started from like, a handful of stars to a bunch now to the point that they got CM Punk now, Brian Danielson in there in the mix. Um, Adam Cole, Adam Cole is back, baby. And um, Hangman Adam Page is the AEW world champion to pay off. Beautiful storyline with that. But um, it's important because these wrestlers, they're all us. We're all fans at a point. They're all fans at one point. They are still fans. But they believe in themselves to put themselves in a situation. I think, I think honestly, the life of a wrestler is the hardest thing you can ever be. More than anything. Because you're giving up so much to be to live your dream. You, you know, so many relationships are going to be broken because of that. Where you can't keep a relationship. But it's tough, you know. But eventually you'll meet people along the way who will stick with you. And marriages do last. Apparently, you know. Some don't, but most do. You know, but at the end of the day, you believe in yourself to be not only a wrestling superstar... But also, start a company. It's one of the biggest things out there right now. And so, that's very important because it gives... That's what wrestling does. That's what wrestlers do. They make... They give you the ability to believe, to dream, and to achieve success. Because they've done it. And they're showing it to you in the ring. You know? And they've shown it to creating a new wrestling company. Like, you know, AEW is only like two and a half years old. You know, so I remember going to the first ever AEW Dynamite episode here in Washington, D.C. So, you know, that's that's awesome, you know. And so, you know, I'm thankful for wrestling, you know, and it gives me the ability. Look at right now, you know, like last night I didn't get to see the, you know, Rampage, but they gave probably... The second, one of the two best matches, women's matches ever. First one was Britt Baker versus uh, Thunder Rosa for that hardcore match they have. Best match of the year. Then last night happened with Anna Jay, Ty Conti versus The Bunny and um, Penelope. And the street fight. Bloodiest match, physical match, and probably the, I'm not saw the highlights, but man, that, 
I'm so sad that I missed it, but that match looked amazing. It's easily one of the two top best matches ever. So it's amazing, you know, what what, what is done in you know, the women's wrestling. It's definitely AEW's giving women's wrestling the respect and the and 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 the the respect that it deserves. You know, and these women are out there kicking ass. And a lot of these people, a lot of these wrestlers from CM Punk, Brian Danielson, Adam Page, Adam Cole, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, Cody Rhodes, you name it. They're all living their dream. They're all doing their best to live their dreams. And they doing they are doing a great job sharing out with the world. They did it with me. You know, I'm impacted more by the Young Bucks. And so far, I haven't finished reading their book. But when I finish reading the book, I know I'm going to be leaving very, very, uh, very satisfied and very uh, inspired. And so I'm very happy for that. You know, so, you know, to bring it back to the podcast, um, that's what I want to do with the podcast. Unfortunately, it's not the case, but that's okay. You know, it's completely okay because that means that my talent's going to be used somewhere else. You know, um, but yeah, that's a good question. Alrighty, Eric. We'll go ahead and end it off right there, man. I appreciate you giving you the t- uh, giving us the time. I appreciate you for talking and giving us a little bit more about yourself. And um, definitely, I want to say... Um, well, actually, who, any, anybody you want to thank before we sign it off? Before I end it here. Sure. Take a few days to catch <laughs> So, um, yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, I want to thank everybody. You know, the very the listeners who actually did listen to the podcast. I want to thank um, a number of people. Uh, the people I mentioned in the first episode. You know, I want to mention. You know, I want to thank my friend Diesel. I want to thank my friend Jonathan. Obviously, Razor Raul. I named him that. Um, definitely want to thank my best friend Seneca. I want to thank Cece, Elvia. I can't believe I left this important person out. Um, but I definitely want to thank my niece. I did a couple of episodes with her for fun and giggles. Um, I definitely thank her for that. She's my favorite, favorite host, co-host. We had fun doing stuff with her. Um, and maybe, you know what, going back on it, I know I was going to probably, I'll do an episode at Pro Request. Maybe I'll do something with her too. You know what I mean? Uh, just for, for giggles, but, uh, I definitely want to thank them. I want to thank Vicente as well for being on the podcast as well. Uh, um, he's made some of them entertaining. Um, I definitely want to thank everyone who contributed to, to the podcast for what it was for these three years. Um, you know, um, they don't even know that I'm ending it. Um, I definitely want to thank, uh, yeah, man, just, just anybody who, who actually gave a crap about this thing <laughs> that, that I did. Um, so it's pretty cool. Oh, and I definitely want to thank, uh, Allie. She created the logo for In The Mind, where you can see the logo on the Instagram page. You think I'm kidding. The number four, the letter N, the letter D, the word mind, for In The Mind. Follow it, and you'll see the logo. She, she designed that logo. So I definitely want to thank her for that. Um, you know, I'm definitely not taking that down at all. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I don't I'm not taking taking down the Instagram page because I love that logo that she created, that she designed. It's 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 amazing. So that's up forever. <laughs> so I definitely thank I want to thank her for that, and I want to thank you for interviewing me. Alrighty, well, thank you. Uh, definitely want to say, man, thank you, Eric, for doing this podcast. Um, for the past three years, uh, I know it's been a rough. Uh, rough way to go, you know, to get it done, but you did it. Hey, man, you did it. You can say you did a podcast, and nobody else can take that away from you. Um, it's a shame that you know it's come to an end, 
but it definitely sounds to me that you haven't you've closed the door on it right now but it seems to me that you haven't put the lock on it which is a good thing you know um hopefully we do get to hear an episode from from you of in the mind um but but as you said you got the instagram page and you have the instagram live if you ever want to go on there um so on behalf of me man i want to thank you for everything you've done for this podcast and for for us listeners and on that folks please go follow the instagram page the number four the letter n the letter d the word mine for indie mine that page is still going to be up follow it he'll post some stuff on there if you care um reach out you know please do and um yeah, I guess on that note, man, I will go ahead and end it off here. But definitely want to wish everybody a happy new year. Happy 2022. Um, catch any of the previous episodes of In The Mind. All of them. Don't know how long they'll be up on there. If this is the end, they probably won't be on there long and too long. So try to catch up on all this stuff. Um, everything, all the guests that he's mentioned before. You'll be probably entertained. Um, hopefully that you are. But uh, yeah. Uh, obviously, you can listen to In The Mind on Anchor. You can listen to on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, um, probably some other podcast platform, but those are the ones I think at the top of my head. Um, catch the episodes. Listen to all the episodes from the beginning to now, to the end, um, and everything in between. You know, you'll probably enjoy it. And um, please listen to them. Maybe you can influence this guy to start it up again. But uh, on that note, folks, again, Happy New Year. Be safe. Be healthy. And wherever you are in the world, it may be good morning, good day, or good night. For us here, it's a good night.